and welcome to the Cozy Boy Central podcast. My name is Zachary Barth, and I made this podcast to have open and honest conversations with myself and others. Um, in this episode, I am going to be talking about dealing with death, and I'm not sure what else. We'll see how this goes. I kind of made a layout for it, but I'm kind of just toss it aside because I didn't like how it was going. Anyways, uh, this one, um, it'll be hard. Uh, I know when I was trying to make a layout earlier, I could, I couldn't even like type out the words because I was getting so emotional. So I be fully aware that I will probably be crying and I'm going to sound really dumb probably because my voice doesn't know how to talk when I'm crying. So that's that. Um, so I haven't really had a lot of like death in my life. Um, I think the first time that I experienced like a death of a family member was when I was 14 years old. Um, It was my cousin, Andrew, and he was killed in a shooting. And I remember the day that we found out um, I was working at a preschool with my mom. So she would like drive me to work every morning. We would go work together and I would always sleep on the ride there because I was at like five in the morning when we had to go there, <laughs> but that's besides the point. Um, I woke up cause we parked in the parking lot and my mom got a phone call like right when we parked and I could just tell that something was up, something was wrong. And I could, it like broke my heart to see her struggling not to cry. And, uh, after the phone call, I'm, she, um, she went inside, told me to wait, and she told her boss that we like weren't working today because we had to get back home and pack. And I remember her saying, "I was like, what are we doing?" And she was like, uh, "We're going back. We're going back home. We need to start packing. Uh, your cousin Andrew just died, or not just died, but that's when she found out." And I was like, really confused because um, I just didn't know what that was. So we got home and we packed and all that stuff and. It was very eerie. It was weird because, I mean, I didn't really know my cousin Andrew. Like, we hung out a lot because we went to Ohio every summer like my family did and, like, holidays and stuff. But I don't really remember him much at all because he was, like, in the older cousins kind of thing. Like, um, and I was with the younger kids, obviously. And I don't know. It was just weird because, like, I didn't really know him that well. But obviously, like, he's my cousin, so... I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyways, so then we, that's when we moved to Oklahoma. So we're in Oklahoma and we had to drive up to Illinois. So we drove up there and I remember being 14, I was happy to see all my family. It was like really rewarding because I haven't seen them in a long time. But also it was really weird because yes, we were all happy to see each other, but also we were here for a funeral. So it was like really hard. Um, and I remember being at the funeral and I mean, everybody was really emotional and I just wasn't cause I don't know. I just didn't know how to express feelings and I didn't know what I was feeling. Um, and I remember, I think I'm pretty sure if I can remember right, it was open casket and I have a really irrational fear of open caskets because I just feel like if I go up there, they're going to wake up and like grab me, which is really dumb, but it's just terrifying to me. So I just, I try and stay away from it. Um, but I remember being there and everybody's crying and I just wasn't emotional at all. Like I, I didn't know how to even cry at the thought of it. 
Um, and I remember, I keep saying, I remember a few months, I think it was a month or maybe even a year. I don't even know. I remember, <laughs> I remember going into the shower and I was just like thinking about, um, everything like with Andrew, like how he, we went to the front and all these things. And I was thinking about how I wasn't emotional. I didn't cry and I didn't show empathy towards that. And I just like broke down. I remember I was in the shower, just crying my eyes out. And it was really weird because I was mad at myself for not being um, like sad, I guess, or at least showing that I was sad. But I kind of want to tell you guys, I don't know if you're go- you've ever been through that or when you do go through that, there's no particular way you're supposed to react. And it's not like a bad thing if you aren't showing emotion. I'm really bad with um, showing emotion when that stuff happens because I don't, I just don't know how to deal with it. Um, like my dog, Mela, she, uh, I, th- I don't remember what, when it was, I think it was during COVID like the pandemic when she uh, passed away. I think it was like March. I don't remember, but I remember we had to take her to the vet because it was time. So like, we're all saying our goodbyes and like my brothers were, I don't, I don't know if they were crying or not. I think my older one was, and my sister was a wreck and um, I wasn't like, I was sad obviously, but I just don't know how to cry in front of my family. Cause that's just not the relationship we had or have. And I remember I had to, I was holding her the whole time. Uh, Mela had something where she thought her legs weren't working. We think they worked like her back legs, but in her brain, like I think um, they said she thought she couldn't use her legs. So I was carrying her the whole time. And I was in the back of the truck and I was there driving to the vet or whatever. And I was just was continually just holding her. And I was holding her when they um, were like doing all this stuff and all these things. And my parents were just, breaking down and it was really tough to see that um but I didn't cry because I didn't I wanted to I don't know if I wanted to seem like I wasn't I don't cry I don't I don't really know what the reasoning was but I just I didn't want to cry in front of my parents but it sucked like my stomach I don't even know if I had a stomach at that time like I was so lost um and I remember, I think a few days later, I was driving back. I don't know what happened. I went to Moore for something. I don't I don't really remember. But I was driving back um, to my house, and the song 2009 by Mac, Mac Miller came out. And I, well, it didn't come out. I, was, I started playing, and I was just listening to the song, and I was just, like, thinking about Mella and thinking about all these things. And, um, oh, wait. Okay, so I remember why I was uh, coming home. Um. I went to a movie premiere the day before for this movie called I Still Believe, which was a really good movie. Um, But I know there's a scene, spoiler alert, there's a scene where somebody dies and it was like in the waiting, like it was in the room and he was on the, one of the people, I'm not going to say complete spoilers because it's a really good movie and I want you to watch it, but somebody dies and somebody else that was in that room was on the ground just crying. And I remember being in the theater and I just like uncontrollably, like I didn't even know how to um, react. So I was just like bawling my eyes out in theater and it was really embarrassing because I know I was making noise and it was just, it was embarrassing. 
Um, but then I was driving back home the next day and that song came on and I th- I'm pretty sure we got mellow in 2009 and the songs like, it's just, it's a really good song. So it hit my heartstrings a lot and I was just bawling my eyes out in my car and I just couldn't go inside cause obviously I didn't want anybody to see me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really all the death that I've dealt with up to this point. Um, I've only been to one other funeral and it was for um, one of my ex's best friends. And that was really tough. I didn't really know her very personally, but um, just seeing how other people reacted and um, knowing the hurt they went through really sucked to see. Um, Yeah. And I know the reason I wanted to make this episode in particular um, is because I've been dealing with something that I've known. I haven't really told a lot of people this mostly because I don't want to bring it up and it'd be like reality, I guess. But my uh, papa, uh, my parents told, well, my mom told me that he has stage four cancer. I'm not entirely sure what kind of cancer it was. I don't remember the name of it, but I'm pretty sure it was like a lung, something to do with the lungs. Um, Just because he's been smoking, I assume that's the reason for, I guess, his whole life. Um, and I just don't know how to feel with that, I guess. I know, I think the, at some, I don't remember at the end of July, maybe towards the end, he, um, had some sort of surgery and my parents were supposed to, uh, drive up to our fly. I don't know what they're going to do. Go to, they're going to go to Ohio where they live and just go see him and, be there for him but uh they had to cancel it last second because he was in way too much pain which just really sucks to uh think about because i grew up just going to uh, ohio every summer to be with my grandparents and he was just always a super hard worker and he was always working on the farm and he was like barely inside he's just he never stopped working and to just think about, um, that person, my papa just in pain, laying in bed and not being able to do anything sucks to think about. Um, and it sucks because I haven't seen him in so long and I feel bad because I haven't really communicated with him, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to reach out to family, I guess, but it's just really hard to think that someone that's such a role model for me is struggling to do anything. Um, so I pray every night, uh, and a lot throughout the day that he's doing okay and getting better in that, uh, God takes the cancer from him and takes it away and gets him back to how he is. Uh, yeah, it sucks. But all I can do is pray and have a positive mindset on it because I know he's strong and he'll get through it. But yeah, death, it sucks. Um, I've I've been scared of death for a while, um, which I guess is kind of contradicting because I've, if you've listened to my uh, previous episodes, I've uh, 
my mental health one especially. Um, I've had many times where I contemplated, but I was scared too. I'm just scared of death. I'm scared of hurting other people, and I don't want to hurt myself. But obviously, I have that in my head, and it's just. If there's one thing you guys take from what I say is just forgive, forgive people for like what they do and try your best to be happy and love people unconditionally. Um, I don't know where my wallet is, but I don't know if this is weird to say, but I remember before school started, um, we were playing, there's this game called We're Not Really Strangers and there was a part of the thing where me and one of my friends had to write down something we wanted to keep ourselves accountable for. And then it, the game said to like, hold on to it. And I don't think she held on to mine, which is totally fine. But I held on to hers just because, I mean, that's just the kind of person I am. I'm really sentimental with those kind of things. And the one, what she wrote was, um, I'm pretty sure I don't know where wallet is, but it's, uh, to love people unconditionally. And I really found that admirable. And that's what I try to do every day is just find the best in people and love them no matter what they're going through or no matter how they treat you or whatever, because you never know what people are going through and you never know who they've lost or if they're losing themselves. So it's always a goal of mine to make sure that people feel loved and feel seen and stuff. Um, just because, I mean, I didn't feel that for a very long time. So I try really hard to make sure people um, feel what I couldn't feel. So yeah, uh, death definitely sucks. Um, I don't really know where I was going with this episode. It might be really short. Um, man. I know, I assume most of you guys have dealt with losing somebody close to you or someone who may not be close to you. But another thing is reaching out to people when you know they're hurting is a really big thing for me. I try to do it more often, but it's also touchy. So I don't know how to do it. And I don't want to like overstep boundaries and stuff for people. But like, if you know somebody lost somebody, reach out to them. Um, tell them that you're praying or if you don't pray, tell them you're there for them or whatever it is. And just cause I mean, I'm sure that I've never had that. So I don't really know what that's like, but I know that it would mean a lot to me if someone did that to me. So I encourage you guys to do that and I'm going to keep myself accountable to do that as well. Um, and I just want to tell y'all that I'm always here for you. I know I say this literally every episode. But like if you're going through something or if you're losing somebody or whatever, like I'm, I'm here to be, um, as I guess unbiased as possible. Like I'm going to treat your situation with as much respect as I can. I'm not going to judge you and I'm not going to spread what you say. And I'm not going to do all these things that you might be scared might to happen. Um, because death is death sucks and you can't really get through that alone so you need people even if it's not me just 
family or friends or um, like a uh, good role model or whatever. Just having surround yourself with people that love you um, and love them as well. Yeah, this episode's gonna not be good, I don't think. Oh, gosh. I just pray that everyone listen, listening to this um, can open their hearts to everyone and just love everybody unconditionally, unapologetically. Because life is so much easier when you live through love instead of hate. Obviously, you might get hurt and... People might not understand that and leave you in the dust for that for whatever reason, but I'd rather lose a million people for how heavy I love than um, not love anybody at all to, because I'm scared of losing them. That's been a big thing of me since I've started changing certain aspects of my life. I'm going to... Um, love how I love and I shouldn't apologize for how I love and I shouldn't feel bad for how I love because all I'm really doing is treating everyone as if that's how I wanted to be treated. I'm sure you guys have all learned that rule in kindergarten or whatever, the golden rule. So yeah, that's kind of the end of my episode. I should have um, did more of a layout, but I couldn't get through it. <laughs> so this is what you get. Um, I'm not entirely sure what I want to do for the next episode. I might set up a poll maybe or just a suggestion box or I have no idea. I guess we'll just see what happens. But yeah, so I'm going to close it and do the typical thing that I do. <laughs> And say, I love you guys so much. And I really do appreciate you for watching. Or not watching. I appreciate you for listening. And uh, commenting. And telling me in person. And uh, sharing it. Whatever the heck. It really does mean a lot. And it helps me. I want to keep doing it. So yeah. I want you guys to know that I'm here for you. For whatever. And that's it. So. I love you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day or week or month or year, and especially a great rest of your life, because that's all I want for you is for you to be happy and loved. And on that note, goodbye. Love you so much.